0: Welcome to You Belong. I'm your host, Author D. Michelle, encouraging you to remove that label, that title, that position, or even that social media status and focus on your kingdom status by knowing you belong to God first. And when God is first, that's when you can fit in even when you don't, because you know you belong. Welcome to You Belong. I'm your host, author Michelle. Excited to help you make a million dollars today. Yeah, I bet you're listening now. That's because I have my great new buddy, an entrepreneur and branding expert, Nick Cavuto here with me today. He's the CEO of Tenure Brands, and he's got a killer You Belong story. I'm sure of it. Uh, Welcome to the show, Nick.
1: Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Glad to be here.
0: So Nick, I'm going to jump right into it. I always get right to the point with people. So tell me, tell me about a time you really felt like you didn't belong and how did you overcome it?
1: Yeah, I think the hardest story around belonging is, um, it's really centered in the fact that my whole life, I've always found a way to stand out and fit in at the same time. Um, you know, growing up, uh, in in high school i was the bridge i was the connection point between the kids who you know were there were the most popular kids and and then the kids who were unknown and uh, i always took a lot of pride in that however um the, the fracture point of not belonging i think the hardest was um from 20 to 27 years old i was actually a pastor and i worked at a church in new york and um we grew that church phenomenally it was a ton of fun really huge impact in the community. And the last day that I stepped foot uh in that church still to this day, um I didn't feel like I belonged because my life's mission had been to make sure that people felt incredibly valued and uh I felt like, you know, the idea if you're not part of the cure, you're part of the disease. And it was a place where wow. unfortunately elitism found its way in and people became a commodity to the organization that I was a part of that I helped build. And to me, that was the ultimate Mm -hmm. fracture. It's kind of like feeling like you don't belong in your own parents' home. And, uh, at the same time, um, understanding that, that, that happened unknowingly. So that was the really tough story, um, of building essentially helping build a company from being on the ground floor all the way up to its, you know, summit moment. Yet at the same time, not, be able to, not being able to enjoy it because there was a complete fracture in values.
0: Wow. So I hear this You Belong story. There's not an ending yet to it. There's there's some things that are being rewritten. How are you re- rewriting history?
1: Well, you know, um, I think a lot of us in life, we have the challenge of, you know, taking a situation and... Um, You know, I think wisdom and life experience allows you to see there's always good in every situation, and there's always something to learn. There's always something to value differently in each situation. But you know, I was still pretty young uh, when I when I had the fracture point happen, and I think the promise to myself was pretty straightforward. That you know, I would never be a part of something again that didn't focus on culture and that didn't focus on human uh, the human element and you know the individuality of someone and their individual worth as a person, and um, so now um, as I'm building ten-year brands and really focusing on uh, the human side of of business, I think that um, the inclusion part that's helping me solve this story is rooted in the idea of connection, and I I believe that the future of business is centered around human connection. I believe that it's centered around trust uh, uh, around, I often will say being real and raw is better than being authentic. Mm -hmm. Like it's about like humanity at its core. And, um, you know, I did have a moment, uh, you know, I believe, you know, that, um, in my system, my faith system and what I was raised in, um, I believe that God has a handwritten assignment for my life. I believe I have a mandate. And so I had a little wrestling match with myself. Um, and really battled with trying to figure out what am I here to do? What am I here to accomplish? And I would say that the point of, um, uh, finding full healing after seven years after that, that one Sunday that I never went back seven years later, it was a conversation of, uh, I just want you to, you know, give a gift to humanity. I want you to show up. And what was really on my heart was to pastor entrepreneurs, which was a past and a future statement put together. And, um, and, uh, that's when I made a decision that I was going to spend time with people in business, but in a way that, uh, found its way in leadership. A lot of times, you know, coaching is one side of what I do with entrepreneurs who are high growth, fast, real big idea, um, generating entrepreneurs. And, you know, coaching used to be called leadership. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like having leadership and, uh, and influence. Um, with entrepreneurs who are really up to something, who have incredible ideas. So, the human element and the, you know, uh, having the mountain to climb and the summit to challenge, uh, it happens both in my coaching business, but also in the brands that we build as well. And um, that is that is the healed story, and that is the new beginning. So, just said the other day, I didn't I didn't flip to the next chapter in the book. I actually completed that book. Uh, last uh-huh. year. And, and now I've, I'm writing the new one. So <laughs> yeah. I
0: like it. I like it. I like you put in there. Yeah. It's, it, it's you're now the pastor to entrepreneurs. So let, let's let talk about that a little bit more and what you're doing. And you have a podcast as well. Tell us about it.
1: Yeah. So Mentoring Millions is uh, the podcast and really it's centered around uh, the, the aspects of entrepreneurship and business altogether. And I think there's three of them. I think it's centered around uh, who you are as a person. So it's like the things that you might strive to or the things that you might have challenges in when it comes to who you are. So you're you're dealing with the person you're dealing with professional opportunities or, you know, challenges that you have professionally and then also spiritually. I think there are for everybody, you know, I think the ultimate ascension of entrepreneurship is spirituality. And I'm not here to tell you what to believe and, and I've believed a lot of different things in my life and I was foundationally raised one way and, and uh, I find myself coming back to that foundational position and understanding with a twist. But the big idea, I believe, is that in business and in entrepreneurship and in life, you get to a point of where you accomplish a certain amount of things and or you fail enough at things to where you get reduced or elevated to basically like a bigger question. And that's why I think that the summit of life is spirituality. And so, uh, business, um, success or failure, life success or failure will lead you to a point of asking one larger question, which is just, why am I here? You know, what, what is the bigger reason of why I'm here and, and mentoring millions is really about helping people find their mandate, which is their handwritten assignment from a higher power, from something divine from their source, whatever it may be. And, um, yeah, I think that that's part of my journey and is mentoring over a million entrepreneurs um, to just be more aware of the higher version of who they are and what they've committed to in, in life and in business.
0: Um, that's great. You sound so humble in this, but you're not just mentoring millions in the numbers of people. You're also mentoring people and watching their businesses grow as well, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Most people in life, and I think in business as well, uh, it could be in entrepreneurship or in your career. Most people think that there's a skill gap that's holding them back between where they are and where they want to be. But in reality, uh, I've just learned. I mean, I've mentored uh, hundreds of entrepreneurs one to one. Um, And it's always belief. Always.
0: I bet. Absolutely. When you said that, I was like, it's belief. It's what do they believe?
1: It is absolutely true. And, um, you know, a lot of people are stuck in, uh, in broken systems and bad stories, you know, and our stories end up developing our belief system. Our belief system determines our values, which determines our actions. And so if we can get out of the story, we can increase our belief and see really how amazing You know, like I love telling people by the time we're done, you're going to realize how amazing you really are. And that's really my goal to give a gift to humanity for people to realize just really the gift that they've been born with and that the thesis on their life is coming back to that point and then giving that to the world in the most effective way possible.
0: So what if you have a client, not to get a free coaching session, but to help our listeners. (laughs) Sure. um, That's kind of like you you and I have talked this before where you have someone that has a belief. They have a strong belief, but they still can't seem to get over that hurdle or that challenge to really grow their business or flourish. Mm -hmm. What do you usually find? I think we talked it briefly last time we met. What do you find usually is that barrier?
1: Um, I mean, usually the barrier has to do with life's dumpster you know, which is the things that they've gone through in life and that they haven't dealt with. I mean, truthfully, again, in entrepreneurship, it's way more prevalent simply because your life and your business are a mirror to one another. And I tell people all the time, you want to fix your marketing, fix your marriage because it's your energy. It's the way that you're showing up. That's preventing you from being able to achieve a higher level of success. Now, a lot of people define a lot of different things when it comes to what they want in life. Uh-huh. and so most entrepreneurs that I talk to i'll be like hey so let's get underneath the surface really quick what do you want uh-huh. and most times they can't define it they can define sometimes what they dream it'd be cool to have that house over there
0: uh-huh.
1: but what do you want and it's like well maybe i don't know i haven't really thought about that so for for entrepreneurs for people who are in their career for people who are even parenting like this applies to so many different aspects of life we say what do you want most people just they get to the point of like, I don't know, I just want to be happy. And I go like, okay, well, happiness is one of three things. And if you're listening and you're not driving, you can write these things down and figure the solution out for yourself. Happiness is either luck, safety, or success. Those are the three equations when it comes to someone feeling euphoric in their happiness. Now, Most entrepreneurs, so I'll kind of lead the witness here, but most entrepreneurs say, I want to be successful. And then I ask them, well, what does success look like to you? And most can't answer the question. Because there's so many different ideas of what so many other people think. So I just go back to the fundamentals of like, literally what is the definition of success? It's aim. And then the accomplishment of the thing that you're aiming towards. So it's vision. It's what do you want? I want to achieve this. You take an aim and then you go do it. So it's in being stuck where people become lifeless in their business and in their, in their life. And that's why in all my coaching sessions, when someone's like, I don't know, I'm just feeling stuck. I'm like, would it be more accurate to say that you feel dead? And that brings up a lot for them typically because when we raise the intense emotion. Mm -hmm. And use more descriptive words that are really challenging for someone to accept. It allows them to then assess their intense emotion, belief, and action. And those three elements are the things that actually create results in your life.
0: Wow. You talk about real and raw. You take them from being stuck to saying you're actually dead. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're really going through? That's pretty real and raw. So tell me in the seven years, what's been your most proudest coaching moment or success story for you personally?
1: That's a really good question. I think my favorite moment in coaching, um, it just happens when someone says, thank you.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It's, it's not over the top because, you know, my thesis on life is that I'm here to give a gift. Mm -hmm. The only thing that's really challenging about giving gifts is when you give someone a gift and they don't appreciate it. Uh, and my father taught me from a very young age, you know, number one, God will always make room for your gift.
0: Yeah,
1: that you have unique ability and unique gifting that will, you know, there will always be space for that. Again, belief, right? Mm-hmm. Now the other side is uh, this is again aggressive, but in its in its thesis. But understand the root of what I'm saying. My father said to never prostitute your gift, <laughs> and what he meant by that was never sell short, never short sell, the gifting, the thing that you've prepared your whole life to do, never short sell it, never offer it to someone or something or whatever, that's not going to appreciate its true value. And so when someone gives me just a thank you and doesn't just have ridiculous expectations, you know, where they're just taking, you know, Gary V's principle on content marketing, you know, like jab, 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 right hook, which mm-hmm. is give, 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 ask, mm-hmm. don't take, right? There's a big difference. Right. And I think that that's always my proudest moment in coaching is just when someone says a simple thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love when I get a text on a long day and somebody's like, what you did, thank you so much. It's working. So that that is a highlight for me as well. So tell us more, we talked a little bit earlier about what the future of business looks like. It's about connection. Tell us how we can connect with you, Nick. How can we connect more with you and how you work with other entrepreneurs?
1: Yeah, for sure. So um, you can check out my podcast, Mentoring Millions, and it's on you know every major podcast platform from Apple to Spotify, uh, you know Google, et cetera. So you can find me there. Uh, as well as on Instagram is probably my most active communication platform. Um, You can just search my name, Nick Cavuto, uh, as well as on Facebook. And um, yeah, you also check out my website, nickcavuto.com and uh, be more than happy to connect with you all there.
0: All right. And that's Nick. Like it sounds Cavuto, maybe not. C-A-V-U-O-T-O, com. Reach out to him there. Thank you so much for being on the show. Got to have you back and keep trying to not prostitute your gift there, but get get some nice nuggets that will help us uh, launch well in 2021. So thank you so much.
1: Hey, you bet. No problem. Thank you. Appreciate it so much. Thank you.
0: And that's how to fit in even when you don't. Know you belong reach out to us on instagram and twitter at know you belong k-n-o-w you belong or you can reach out to us on instagram at destiny resets with an s at the end because you have to reset destiny when you know you belong be blessed